Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The great Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic is with us now on 101 ESPN. JR, how you doing? Doing fine, Randy. Just sitting here at my laptop on Amazon. Just ordered you a... uh... Brett Hall Detroit Red Wings sweater. Oh, lovely. He was number 17 in Detroit, wasn't he? Because Vladimir <laughs> Konstantinov so, yeah. was 16, and they had kind of unofficially retired Konstantinov's number because of the tragic accident. So, yeah, yeah that, we were talking the other day about that. Was it the 02 Stanley Cup with Shani and Hully and Steve Duchesne winning a Stanley Cup for, of all teams, the Red Wings? Yeah, and how many years did that go? And I know we can talk about this now because the Blues have won a Stanley Cup, but that long, long string of uh, years where an ex-Blue had, had won the Cup. Yeah, it was like something like 19 out of 20 yeah. were a oh. former Blue. Either a Blues <laughs> coach or player had won a Stanley Cup. Ridiculous. Yep, but you can talk about it now because uh, all is good in, in Blues land. Thank, thank goodness that's over. Oh, thank you. Sometimes I think back to that run, JR, and I think if the Blues would have gone on this magical run, Gloria, Layla, all of the different storylines that the team had and that they they found a way to overcome, and they got to Game 7, and they somehow would have lost Game 7. I don't know how the Blues fans of St. Louis would have overcome that emotionally. I don't know if I could have ever overcome that emotionally. Michelle, as I sat in the TD Garden press box after Game 7 and the cursor's blinking and I've somehow got to write a story about the Blues winning the Stanley Cup, I asked myself that same question. And so the very first sentence of my story is, there's no way the hockey gods could have done that to St. Louis. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, tonight we're going to air the Game uh, 5, the Jaden Schwartz hat trick game, the 5-0 game. We were talking to Curbs earlier. Uh, What are your recollections of that game in San Jose a year ago. Yeah, I heard you with uh, Curbs, and you guys had some good memories uh, from that game. Uh, what I remember is uh, how uh, San Jose early on was kind of laughing at the Blues that they came at them physically, and if they felt that playing every game at that pace and that with that physicality was going to beat them, then you know they better think again. And, and there we were uh, in Game Five, and the Blues were just uh, pummeling the San Jose Sharks to the point, like uh, I think Curbs said. You had nine uh, Sharks on the bench in terms of forwards, probably a couple more. Uh, so short bench, and, and they just pummeled them. And you had guys like Pavelski uh, on the hit from Petrangelo. I uh, didn't come back. Carlson, uh, Eric Carlson was out. Uh, so they took out uh, their best players. So it, it was just a clinic in terms of what Craig Derby and his team wanted to do. And eventually, you can talk about the hand pass. You can talk about all that other stuff. Uh, but the Blues played them so hard uh, that they eventually wore them out of the series. 
Jer, one of the other amazing things looking back on that run is we've been playing these games, and every game that we're playing, it's the Jaden Schwartz game, it's the Pat Maroon game, it's the Gunnarsson game. Randy and I were talking off air about just how every player on that team had their moment. They contributed in one way or another, whether it was a Jordan Bennington, obviously, or a Robert Thomas. It just seemed like every person on the team ascended at one point or another to contribute to the Blues winning their first cup. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because, hey, listen, this is a plug here, but I drive around listening to 101 all day, and, and I hear the promos about that night's uh, show and, and what they're going to talk about, and you're exactly right. Like, every time you hear a promo, it's about a different guy, and, and I think that's great because it embodies what we're going to remember about this team. You know, it wasn't a situation where it's a Vladimir Tarasenko hat trick, blues win, uh, Jordan Bennington stands on his head for the fifth game in a row. He's the only reason why the blues are still in this series. That wasn't the case. Uh, the names that you rattled off, uh, a lot of those guys, all you have to do is say their name, say Gunnarsson, and you think about his uh, OT winner. You say Schwartz, you think about his two hat tricks. Uh, each guy on that team played a big part, uh, even some of the guys we're not talking about. JR, the Athletic, doing a great job of looking at the possibilities for the NHL, and it seems like they're zeroing in on a two-pod system. And I just want to know what you think of this playoff format that would have 12 teams from each conference the 5 through 12 seeds would play around robin essentially play in tournament while the top four seeds in each conference would play each other and we don't know if they'd be meaningless games or if they would help for seedings but those teams are already in the playoffs yeah it seems that that's the way uh, it's headed i did just listen to a radio hit with uh, bob mckenzie who's really uh, clued in and, and he said the uh, same thing but everything is still uh, you know, not hammered out yet. So, so that could change. But, you know, the way that Bob broke it down and the way I'll break it down for you guys is uh, there's really no right answer. I think every system potential format you look at, there's questions uh, about it. I mean, if you have the top four teams playing each other, as Curbs mentioned, uh, that's tough to see those guys beat up on each other early on. Uh, if you see a Montreal or a Chicago catch fire and all of a sudden, uh, you know, one of those teams in the East beats a, a Pittsburgh or a Tampa Bay early on because they're healthy now, they're fresh. You know, that's hard to fathom because those teams had less than a 1% chance to, to be in the playoffs at the pause. So I think there's a lot of questions about uh, any system that they pick, but, but I think what they're zeroing in on, uh, Randy, appears to be uh, the best solution to, to this uh, crazy situation. I know this is a difficult question, JR, but because – that's like, what you asked. Yeah, it seems like that's right. But it seems like every day and every hour, really, we're getting different reports. I mean, at the beginning of the week, we heard eight to nine cities. Then yesterday it was four. Today it's two. So I know that this is a very fluid situation. But if you had to project or handicap it, is there a date or maybe a week or just some sort of target date where you think we may get a resolution to this? Well, uh, you know, this isn't anything that's uh, official, but uh, I just keep hearing it, it could be in the next couple days uh, in terms of an announcement of uh, the format that they want to adopt and, and potentially uh, a calendar date of when they could start playing. I mean, uh, you know, I'm just spitballing here, but if they were to come out in the next couple of days and say they're going to adopt that 24-team uh, uh, format, I would think that the next step would be phase two and would be getting the players in town to start uh, skating. So you're calling the players in from Europe and, you know, potentially starting a training camp here uh, early June, mid-June, and trying to get uh, things up and running in July. But you're right, you know, you, you still got to select the pod cities. Those pod cities 
uh, have to prepare? Are there two of them? Are there four of them? Uh, a lot of work logistics still would have to go into play, but I'm sure they've been taking care of some of that behind the scenes. I don't know if they have the rinks, but I think the quad cities for the pod cities would be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it would be great. It'd just be fun to say and write. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, JR, one more thing. We're going to air the Blues' best games from this season on Memorial Day, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. We're going to be uh, airing games all day, starting with the Blues and Red Wings from October 27th, Blues and Flames. You can get the entire list at 101ESPN.com. But I want to tell you, the third game we're going to air is the Blues-Blackhawks game from December 14th when they were down 3 nothing in the third period and Randy left. And so I'm driving <laughs> home and I hear Curbs and Joey, as they call the Blues rally, to beat Chicago. It was unbelievable, and i got to admit here, I, try, I go to as, as many games as I can on the road. I usually go to every single home game. I actually did not go to that game. There was a family Christmas party, and your kids are only young once, so I talked myself into going to uh, the party, and I saw that they were down 3 nothing in the third. And I'll be honest here, part of the writer in you says, okay, well, at least I didn't miss anything here. <laughs> right. it, 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 at least people aren't going to be saying, hey, where's your story on this uh, amazing win the Blues had last night? And so I felt pretty good. And then I checked my phone as uh, Santa Claus passed out the presents and uh, saw three one three two three three, And I was like, okay, you got to be kidding me. So, so I'll have to listen to that game, actually, so I can uh, hear what happened. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Much for the time. We appreciate it. And we won't speak before Memorial Day. So enjoy Memorial Day. And uh, Michelle wants to know, and I want to know, are you going to do any grilling? Uh, the wife does that. I, ter- I tried it about 15 years ago, and she hasn't let me do it since. So <laughs> she'll right. be doing the growing. But, hey, next time I see you, I'll, uh, I'll bring in that Holly jersey. All right. I love it. Thanks, JR. See you later. Hey, guys.